from the nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west weekly behind the masks college hockey west weekly is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue the best in barbecue las vegas style the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group Search Tigran Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at Liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At JetsPizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the NCHC.TV studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be joining us this evening on the Podbean app, it is Tuesday, which means it's time for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you, a little scratchy throat again. This stuff has been uh, hanging around for way too long. But I am in Palm Springs, California, where it was a balmy 83 degrees again today. Um, not as nice and sunny and warm and cozy as that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, where my co-host resides. However, it was Palm Springs, and it was beautiful. Paul Hornstein, how are you coming live from the estate tonight? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Don't go there with me. I, I, you talking about who? Who do you know that lives don't in the there. state? Because I don't know. Uh, oh, there's a big one out on Long Island. You're not and, here. Well, I, I tried to get there, but I got, as you know, I got blocked. Uh, I didn't get past Northwell. Um, they they just said, nope, nope, you're not coming this direction. Uh, nope, not happening. We have uh, too I, many high class people on the island, especially on the island where you live. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> No, yeah, that that's where no. that, that's what this that's what I that's, get this neighborhood gets mistaken for all the time. Oh, okay. It's almost like the Hamptons. <laughs> okay, see, I knew it was close. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah. what do you got? The Bug Botanical Gardens in the backyard. We do have the Bug Botanical Gardens next door. Nice. Geographic is about as close as we get. As close, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's Tuesday night. It's uh, College Hockey West Weekly. It's when we like to talk about uh, in-depth stuff. And tonight, um, I was going to have Coach uh, Frank Saratori on, but he's doing his own radio show tonight. Um, so we can't that have him so on. Weird. So I said, you know what? Let's start talking about some of these guys that are uh, spotlighting things in college hockey. And in the NCAA level, boy, if you live in Colorado Springs, you're and I asked our guest that uh, earlier today when I was visiting with him. I said, um, what's going on in Colorado Springs? You guys drinking a special kind of water or what? Because they have two goaltenders as uh, conference players of the week, one in the NCHC, one in Atlantic Hockey. They've got a forward uh, in uh, the NCHC as the forward of the week. And they've got a defenseman who will be our guest tonight um, as a defenseman of the week. So something good is happening in college hockey in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Well, all I know is I'm supposed to be getting some special water, and I haven't seen it for months. So, Oh, it, it's going in the uh, FedEx truck tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a little giggle along with that. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> well, you'll see. Santa yeah. will deliver. Santa will Shit, deliver. Right. Count on Wait, Christmas 29, 30, 41? <laughs> no, no, no. Even before Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. Yeah, FedEx, the official shipping partner of Ice Time Hockey West. This is true. Okay. Very, very true. Um, so anyway, I said, let's talk tonight about the, uh, the guys that are uh, either winning 
weekly awards or just having unbelievable years or maybe adding to their career stats and in games played and goals and all of that stuff because I think, you know, I, I pay attention to it every year, but I don't know that I've ever noticed it quite like this this year. Our guest tonight, Luke Rowe, the captain at uh, uh, the Air Force Academy, three times he's been the defensive player of the year in the American Hockey League. In American Hockey League, I bet he wished. Yeah, <laughs> in, probably. Uh, in Atlantic Hockey, and I asked him today. I said, "Look, there's by my count possibly eighty to hundred defensemen uh, that could be up for this award based on the players and the number of teams in Atlantic Hockey." I said, "How do you keep ahead of the competition?" He said, "I don't even see those guys." He said, I, "I'm just working on my own game, and well, I just want to do, I just want to do what I can do." So um, that that's the way that worked out. But like I said, um, four players in the city of Colorado Springs um, currently as the players of the week. And then you slide up to Denver with the rookie of the week up there in um, in Matica, uh, Miko Matica, I should say, um, the uh, Finnish hockey player who a lot of people think will be with the Coyotes within the next couple of years. Really? I was told that. Really? <laughs> I'm not Which version give away of the my, I was not going to give away my the, source. The Coyotes? But, but, the, uh, the Arizona Coyotes or the Salt Lake City Golden Eagles? Uh, I say the Salt Lake City Coyotes. They're not going to be. They're not going to stay the Coyotes. Oh, they are. They are because they've got really? the, the best. They got the best logo in all of uh, NHL hockey. So, do they have a lot of Coyotes in uh, Salt Lake City? They have a few. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna say they do. I have no idea. By the way, <laughs> have, you, so by the way, too. have you asked? Have you have you suggested to anybody? Because I know you spoke to some people at Air Force today, besides the player who has no control over any of this. But did you bring up your suggestion, which I highly endorse, by the way, of Army and Air Force playing whatever weekend around Veterans Day? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to push that anywhere um, near where I'd like to, but I will. I will definitely bring that up to uh, the, the powers I, that I, be. Again, it's probably the best idea you've ever had. Ooh, man, I we're just I got clips now of, of you complimenting me like you can't believe. Yeah, but it's the same thing. I'm and don't think I'm going to use it over and over again. Yeah, but people don't, get don't crazy. know that. It's the same thing. Well, I'll people make sure know they that. know it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we'll get to Luke Rowe here in just a minute, um, and. When I look at what's going on in college hockey, it's just we talked about the parody in teams, but the parody in players, oh, my goodness. There are so many talented hockey players from east to west and west to east and north to south and south to north. It doesn't really matter, Paul. The, uh, the players are just better and better every single year. Well, I mean, yeah, as, as, as gets evidenced by the NHL draft every year. Right, the the amount of players that get taken from college hockey just goes, you know. Yeah, listen, is there one particular year where it might drop off a little bit? And I don't know if you want to talk about the whole draft or even just the first round. But yeah, I get it. I get again, it. Again, it was only a generation ago where nobody played college hockey in the in the NHL. Not anymore, my friend. Not only more. Or, and, I, oh, I don't know. A couple of jobs, whatever it is, whatever. Nineteen eighty. Nobody in in. You know, we, we I know wasn't even born then. To. I wasn't even born then. <sighs> True. Um, <laughs> you know, back then those guys were drafted on that Olympic team, but you had very few college players that were in the NHL. Yeah, absolutely. Well. We got a lot to talk about, so let's not mess around. Let's uh, let's play the interview that I had today with um, the captain of the Air Force Academy. Lots of great stuff. I promise you, you will want not want to miss this. And if you do miss it, you'll want to go back and replay it because he said so many good things. Here's Luke Rowe. All right. Welcome back in, college hockey fans, to another episode of College Hockey West Weekly. It's my pleasure today to uh, bring to you on the phone from the Air Force Academy, uh, the defenseman that's doing everything, the captain, Luke Rowe. Luke, Scott and Paul are with you. How are you today? I'm good. 
Um, I'm really good. Uh, thanks for uh, having me. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good weekend and uh, looking forward to heading to Mercyhurst this weekend. So you and I visited before, and uh, I always comment about your character. And uh, you look at your bio, and and you've uh, your teammates and everybody around you says you have great character, and um, your hockey skill is off the charts. I'm looking at your stats, Luke, and I'm going, okay, you've gotten better every single year you've been at the academy. What is it? What's that? How did it all get instilled inside of Luke Rowe? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's necessarily um, – it's just me getting better or it's the people that I'm around that are kind of forcing me to get better. And, um, and like we have a great coaching staff and we have so many guys that are so driven in, in more ways than just hockey. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's guys keeping you accountable on the team and um, it's the culture that we have on the team where it's kind of an obsession where all you really want to do is play hockey and get better and improve your craft, you know, and, and anything that you do that, makes yourself individually better makes the team better so um i just think it's taking advantage of opportunities and that's why guys come in here to the air force academy and you see so much growth over the four years it's just because it's it's it also starts like you build that foundation of building um like up on the hill is just like professionalism and how to carry yourself and take care of day-to-day tasks and time manage and um prioritize and that helps you down at the rank tenfold Okay, so I always tell people when I'm at a game and I'm shooting pictures, uh, the guys that pop into my lens all the time are the guys to me that look like they're difference makers. I- I've seen you play once this year in person, and that was against Lindenwood. I thought you were phenomenal uh, all over the ice, but Atlanta Hockey uh, has singled you out as well and-, and made you the defensive player of the week so far uh, three times, and we're in mid-November, Luke, so congratulations on that, and what, what does it take? Because when I look at Atlanta Hockey as a conference, I see about 80 to 100 defensemen that you're competing with each and every week, kind of. So how does that work? How, what are you doing to uh, catch the eye of the uh, the voters, if you will? Um, yeah, you know, well, in my mind, I'm not really competing against anybody uh, but myself. You know, like, I just want to be better than I was the game or the shift before. And so, like, all those 80 the 80 to 100 kids on other teams, like, I don't really care about them. Um, I just care about myself. And if I get off the ice shift after shift and me and my D partner, Chris Hedden, who is more than deserving of, of player of the week every week and player of the month every month, um, when when I get off the ice and me and him are giving each other feedback on the last shift and, and we have positive things to say, then, then we check that box and it's time to go out and do it again or, or do it even better. So, um yeah, I don't know. I don't really view it as a competition with other people. I view it as a competition with myself. And um, as long as I continue to, to beat myself every every shift and every game and just outperform what I've done in the past, then um, if accolades come, great. If not, as long as we're winning hockey games, that's really all that matters. Well, winning hockey games you are. And before I jump into that, I... at CC, your teammate, uh, Guy Blessing, a player of the week, and yourself. Um, something in the water in the springs, or what's going on? Yeah, I think so. I think it's the, the mountain runoff water <laughs> that we've been drinking. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, like Colorado College is a good program, and um, I wish we had another crack at them because that was not our best showing earlier this season. But, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're a great program, and um, – like college hockey in in the southwest is really growing, and I mean it's growing nationwide. But um, I think that's a true testament seeing these these teams in Colorado. I mean Arizona just beat Denver, so um, you're seeing growth uh, nationwide. But you know, like Arizona State, Colorado College, Air Force, you're seeing growth in these programs. And I think it just goes to show the the trend that college hockey is going. It's it's just um, everyone's good, you know. This season's been uh, kind of unusual for you guys. Uh, you're off to a good start in the conference, which typically Air Force is a little slow, and then they peak at the end. So that's one thing. But you also made a trip to Alaska. So what was that like, and was that your first trip to Alaska? Yeah, that was my first time in Alaska. That was an awesome trip. Um, it was, uh, it, it was, you know, it was, it was interesting. That was that game on uh, on Saturday when when we were really down. 
uh, three nothing going into the third, and we and we turned it around. That was just like such a culture win, and I think that goes to show what we have in the locker room. And I know in the past, Air Force has gotten off to slow starts and, and turned it on later in the year, but that I don't think that's well. Obviously, that won't happen this year since we're kind of getting off to a good start, and um, I don't see us slowing down. But uh, as long as we, like I said, on a personal level, like I'm just trying to beat myself, be better than I was the shift prior. I think our team does has the same attitude. It's, all right, well, we were okay on Friday. Let's be good on Saturday. And then the next weekend comes, we were good on Saturday. Let's be great on Friday. And, and then uh, let's just beat that by every increment we possibly can, just the little things. And that's not only on the ice, but that's at the military academy, the Air Force Academy as well, right? I mean, you guys try to be better every single day, every single thing that you guys do, correct? Yeah, and uh, I've gotten a lot of experience with that this year, uh, especially being uh, a squadron commander um, up, up top on the hill. And uh, my commander is, is incredible, one of the most um, just respectable men I've ever met in my life. And his attitude is that you, you just learn from everything, so... Um, he, does, he just, he genuinely, I think he's the only person I've ever met that doesn't get mad. He doesn't because he gets excited that um, he's going to see me grow from something and see my squad mates grow from something. So um, we make a mistake and it's just like, all right, well, here's an opportunity to get better. It's not, uh, he doesn't harp on the bad stuff and um, he just looks at, at the reps, you know, every day is a, is a rep to learn something. And when you take that and you put it towards the ice, it's like, we didn't play our best hockey. Um, we lost a game or we lost a period or, or something. And it's like, okay, what a shame. But the best thing about college hockey is that they're two game series. So we have a chance to go out and, and perfect what we didn't the night before. Luke, you've been around uh, the Academy now and air force hockey for a few years. And uh, I want to ask you this, you come in, you know what you have to do, um, over the first 40 days or whatever it is uh, to, to get accustomed to uh, life at the academy. But now that you can kind of see your career there um, has an end to it, is it bittersweet right now? Or are you going like, you know what, uh, eventually I'm going to be ready to move on? Um, that's a really good question. I think, uh, yeah, bittersweet would be the word for it because uh, the academics and, and the constant, I guess you could say stress, is that's the sweet part of getting out of here you know like um you come here for a reason you want to grow but at some point you hit that you hit that regulator and, and you just burn out um so i'd say that's the sweet part the bitter part of it is um hockey aside to start i guess the bitter part of it is never will i ever have this experience where it's just a learning environment where anything i do has no severe consequences it's just learning opportunities if i make a mistake i learn from it and um, that's up on the hill. I fail a test, that's okay. Like, I, I'm not gonna fail the class. I have more opportunities. I learn from it. I learn better study habits. I learn better time management. Um, and like, you can, you can attest all, or you can, that translates to so many other things. And then with hockey, it's, it's so better because these guys are my best friends. Like, every guy I've played with here is, is a brother I have for life. And um, the class of 23, the class of 24 being that I'm part of both classes now, I mean, those those are the guys that I'll be. Um, they'll be in my life. That Everyone will be, but those guys, like, they'll be in my wedding. Um, like, at some point in my life down the, down the road, like, they'll know my kids. My kids will call them Uncle Nate, you know, Nate Horner, Uncle Will, Will Gavin, and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, I'd say the sweet part is the fact that I get to take all the knowledge that I've learned here and, and put it towards the real world and just, you know, sink or swim. And I'd say the bitter part is that I can't walk out of my dorm room, walk 100 feet, and I'm, I'm in a room with three of my best friends. Yeah, good stuff. Um, military strategic studies is your major. Um, you've told me about this before, but tell me about it again. Tell our listeners about it again. What, what drew you to that major, and um, what are you going to do with that when you're done? Yeah, uh, the second question is tough. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't necessarily know, but what I will say is, is I love it. It's an awesome major. I, I grew up with uh, my dad and my brother, financial advisors, and I always thought that. Um, I'm a much more hands-on kind of guy. I like learning about things that are that you can see unfold day to day. So watching my dad and my brother stare at, you know, like financial charts, I, it was just like that. That isn't for me. I can't do that. Um, so when I got here, I'm looking at a list of majors, and uh, I had a, a an O5, a commander in the Navy, 
I was talking to him and he said, would you go to a culinary school and not major in cooking? And I was like, that's a really good, I mean, I thought it swung me. I mean, most people would probably say I'm, I got, I'm gullible, but yeah, like you go to a military academy, get the full experience. Like you have people here that are subject matter experts in war fighting and war theory and strategy and um, military study. So why not major in that and learn from people who have experienced it firsthand? So what the major really is, is war theory, um, strategy, uh, forward thinking, and kind of just like every day you're trying to better the military. So they're trying to train future officers to be the future war fighters that facilitate um, realistically what an officer does is they facilitate violence is that that's kind of what we're what we're told here so you need to know that you're going to ask people to do things one day you got to know that it's it's the right thing to do and it's the moral thing to do and um the proportionate thing to do so that's what we learn in military strategic studies and then we're also learning like innovation and like what is the future of the fight what is the future of the military special forces air force army navy marine corps coast guard space force um so just kind of learning how um like me and my class will eventually be like the one two three star four star general someday these are the people who hopefully will learn the foundation of what the military thrives off of and, and what it needs to be to adapt to uh to ensure the safety of uh, the american people you know you know the first time you told me that i thought man how does that apply to hockey and i think now um you're that four-star general wearing the sea uh, on the Air Force hockey team, and and I can see you, I think, on the ice. And tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. You you're using strategy all the time, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I think maybe maybe a bit more uh, subconsciously <laughs> than uh, than I'd like to admit. But yeah, I mean, for sure, like that's all sports is 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 strategy and tactics. So. Okay, so I got to ask you this. Um, you had a pretty darn good goaltender there before um, your first couple of years in Alex Schilling, and uh, he moved on to the Space Force, I think he was telling me, in L.A. or whatever. You keep up with uh, with Alex, and uh, do you let him know that Guy Blessing is doing a pretty darn good job in his shoes? Yeah, uh, I actually do. Uh, that's funny you mentioned it. I just talked to Shills this weekend. Um, actually, before one of our games, I was on the phone with him. He's living a good life up in California. Um <laughs> He's doing some really cool things uh, for Space Force acquisitions uh, in launch. And, um, yeah, he knows he knows that Bless is being really well. And, and it's funny because he could have told you that multiple years ago. He told me when uh, Bless was a freshman that really how good he was and how sound he was. So it, it really is no surprise um, how much of a stud that he is and, and that he's going to be in the remainder of this year and next year. So, um we love him. We rely on him. He's a rock, and um, and it's not like he's like uh, he's all we have too. I mean, we have Mason Balboa, Carter Clapton, Dominic Wozik, all all three really good goaltenders too. So, um, Bless gets the nod, and he shows up, and um, and we love him because he er he erases all my mistakes. So, <laughs> yeah, there um, are man, there are many of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, let's get back to on the ice here before I let you go. Um, Man, you guys are playing so solid, and I talked to this year, Luke, about a lot of the teams that we cover now. We have 10 in our coverage area, and I said, um, it's really got to do with schedule this year. I mean, schedules seem to be right for some teams. I think you guys, I think CC, I think maybe even Denver um, have the schedule makers fall uh the right way for you does it feel that way, or are you guys still stuck in that, you know what, we'll just play anybody anytime, one game at a time? You know, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question because, like, I, I loved our schedule this year. It just felt like we played such good teams at the beginning of the year. I mean, Denver was, what, Denver was four when we played them or two, right. I think. Michigan State was nine or eight when we played them. I'm sorry, they switched so often that yeah. it's hard to keep up. Um, like, Anchorage is, is no no joke. And Colorado College was really good. and. Um, even Lindenwood was, was pretty good. So to play all those teams and then settle into conference um, when other teams don't have that strength of schedule that we have, some of them do, but not all. And then to get into conference, it feels like, well, hey, we just played 
national champion con- national championship contenders. We'll, we'll be okay. Like, use the tactics, use the things that we learned in those games. Let's settle in and get our feet wet in conference, and um, and we should be good. Take those as, as tests. And that, that's what we took them as, is out-of-conference games. We took them as just a test, just to prove to ourselves the makeup that we had in the locker room. And um, we may not have won every game, but, but we definitely proved some good things. Uh, things that we wanted to see, we saw. So um, I, lo- I loved our schedule this year, and, and it's going to be even better uh, come winter break when we go to uh, Milwaukee and we see the Badgers, who are, what, number three right now? Uh, actually, um, they're one now in most polls. <laughs> okay. Well, three yeah, three in the pairwise, maybe, but... Yeah, there you have it. And uh, so we have them, and then uh, depending on how the tournament goes, whether it's Duluth or Northeastern, both unbelievable teams. So uh, it'll be, it, yeah, it'll be, pretty incredible we've had uh we've had a pretty good schedule this year and unfortunately i won't be here next year but next year they go to that vegas invitational and that'll be just like i said it's, it's these uh the strength of schedule really benefits us in conference well i know one thing luke is uh the team that goes to vegas next year will still have you uh uh in spirit because you've you've left your mark i've seen it over the past four years um, I'm proud to call you a friend. I'm proud to uh, to be a big fan. And keep up the good work, okay? We uh, we love seeing that name pop up every week when when the uh, players of the week are sent out. So thanks for spending some time with us, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, folks. That's Luke Rowe, the uh, defenseman, the three-time Atlantic Hockey Defenseman of the Week so far. It's only November, folks. Paul and I will be right back to wrap up another episode of the uh, College Hockey West Weekly. Okay, Paul, before I go to break, um, you had the opportunity to listen now to uh, to Luke Rowe. What, what did you take away from all that? Because there was a bunch to digest right there. Well, I, yeah, I mean, just, just you know, the, the problem is you get wowed and awed by by just the... I don't know what the right word is, to be honest. The the. How I have one for you. How about the character? Well, I was, yeah, I was trying to look for something actually stronger than that, but I don't know if there is. You know the the, the. Just the. You know, you sit there and you listen to the answers, and you're like, "That's good. That's not a stock answer. That's great." You know, um, everything is team. Everything is, uh, you know, just so well-spoken and so, you know, you sit there and you're like, you know, we see enough garbage. We're like, I mean, this country's doomed. And then we, then you listen to somebody like Luke Rowe for 15 minutes and you're like, well, you know what? Maybe not. You know, uh, get guys like him to fix things. Yeah, there's uh when I when I got off the phone with him, I was thinking like, you know what? Uh, he he's, he might be that four star general because he is uh, he's that driven. Um, you know, he's I mean, he, he's got the entire package, Paul, and that's the same thing we're seeing did. on the ice. And it, when we get down to um, February and into the start of March, you you come back to this conversation and you look at where Luke Rowe is, I will guarantee you he will be even more accelerated in the talk of one of the best players, one of the best defensemen in college hockey. He seriously is 100% on this when he says, I look at every shift and I, I critique myself on the bench between my shifts to find out what I can do better. And uh, he immediately talked about uh, his defensive partner and how his defensive partner uh, deserved all the accolades too. Um, I, you know, I, but the other thing with Luke Paul is that he's he's played almost every game since they put him in the lineup. I think he's missed six total so far in his career. Uh, it's it's you know, ridiculous. I, I guess what I'm saying is more people should strive to be like Luke. And I mean, I don't know what how much more of a compliment to give than that. That we need, we need a lot more Luke Rose in this world. Amen to that, my friend. Um, the other I, thing that that I enjoyed visiting with Luke is, and I started before we recorded the conversation. I said, you know, I hate doing phone interviews because I can't see you. Uh, 
and I said, every time I've, I've done an interview with you, Luke, you've been smiling. So are you smiling right now? And he goes, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I can believe him. I think he was smiling the whole time. Uh, he's got that demeanor. Um, and he told me first a couple of years ago about what it was like to be the first 40 days at the academy where they just basically get drilled into uh, life in the military. Oh. And he said so many people drop out because they can't handle the first 40 days. Um, and then I thought, Paul, the bittersweetness that he was talking about. Yeah, I just, um, you know, that kind of that was really special sad. to me. You know, made made me a little sad, you know, because um, you could hear it in his voice. The, the you know, he, he, he put it perfectly, the bittersweetness of it. You know, uh, the, the, you know, these guys um as student athletes and future uh military personnel he says i want to stop playing hockey they're 22 23 years old they're in their peak they don't want to stop playing you know there we you don't get a lot of colin belix coming out of the academies and you know I get it. I, you know, I I was never at that level, but you know, I, you know, I wish I could still play some things. You know. Well, and here's the here's the thing I can compare to now. When I had a chance to visit with Alex Schilling last year, when he was finishing up his his time, and right. there was talk like, "Hey, would he get an exception to to, to play pro hockey before starting his his military?" service that's required with the right. academy and and i asked him that i said alex you're, you're pretty darn good you could probably get some pro time and he said you know what i knew when i came to the academy that i was gonna have to fulfill some military service when i was done right and he said you know what um the hockey was great while i was here and he said but now it's time to move on it's time to to do what i committed to do and i can feel the same way right now about luke Rowe. i think um, could he play professional hockey? Oh, absolutely. He's one of the shining star defensemen. And when you get a chance to see him, Paul, you'll know it because number four oh. is in, in in the camera lens all the time. That oh. means he's near the puck and in the play. Right. No, I, I get that. And and I, I I get what what Schilling was saying. Um uh, and and all do you know all respect to to alex and 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 thank you and you know um yeah it's still got to be in the back of his mind um you know just you know it's 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 just kind of humbling whenever you deal with these kids well and frank territory and uh and andy and everybody over at the academy will we'll tell you that when they recruit guys, they look for special guys. They have to find uh, special hockey players that understand what they're committing to when they commit to the uh, United States Air Force uh, Academy or West Point, wherever it may be. They, they have to know what they're committing to, and uh, they have to be bought in. It's the same thing with the hockey team. I mean, these guys probably work as hard as anybody before practice <laughs> i mean oh, that there's no there's no taking breaks before they come to, and they'll tell you to a man when they get to the rink it's the best part of the day oh i'm sure i don't of that there's no doubt right um you know and don't think that uh you know he didn't you know they was it two years ago they played uh, army in the conference yeah it was two years ago you know, don't think they don't go into those, you know, those in the, to that series and be like, uh, we've never lost to Army in the conference tournament. We're not doing it now. And I, I didn't even get into that. Kind of I didn't even get into that with them because there are so many things. I only had him for 15 to 20 minutes, yeah, no, I which I certainly I appreciate. It. But um, boy, oh boy. I mean, if there's somebody you'd want to ask about the rivalry and the next time we get him on, and I'm sure we'll have him on again, um, yeah. I, it's the rivalry we'll have to start with because he understands it. He gets it. Uh, this was a big weekend for them. They've already moved on. They're ready for Mercyhurst because they oh, had yeah. to. Well, right. But, and, 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 
and you know they're coming up on a big stretch of their schedule uh, in the conference with the next two weekends on the road at Mercyhurst and Canisius uh, before coming home to play Bentley in a six-game conference stretch uh, where they can build on that three-and-one conference record. And, you know, it's never easy to win on the road. Um, but you could also kind of hear the anticipation in his voice about them going to play Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're looking forward to that challenge. You can also you could also hear the disappointment when he said, boy, I wish we had another crack at CC because they're a really good team. Yeah, yeah. We did not put our best foot forward uh, that game, and we'd like to do that again. And, um, you know, so there's a little bit of reflection involved in that too. Yeah. But um, it, just an incredible individual. I've told you that before. This is the third time I've had a chance to visit with Luke. And every time I'm on um, the academy grounds and I run into players and certainly him, it's always, hello, sir. Thanks for coming here, sir. Just as you would expect from a military kid, but he does it with a smile and you can believe the sincerity behind it. He, uh, he has total respect. Um, <laughs> Dave Toller, a little behind the scenes stuff. Dave Toller told me, I think I can get him on between one, one forty-five and two o'clock. And then he responded back and said, Hey, um, Luke will be ready to go at two o'clock. Uh, Eleven or one fifty nine. My phone rang. Of course it did. <laughs> it's military uh, it stuff, did. baby. They are of not late to anything. No, um, no, uh, no, it's no. it's fantastic. What a what a great kid. And just take this into consideration one more time. He has been the Atlantic Hockey Defenseman of the Week. Yeah, not the three year. times in about seven weeks of play. Yeah. Um. It, and I told him that. I That's said, Luke, it's, it's still early. It's still early. Now, I know you don't compete with the rest of the players, but there's 80-plus guys that play defense in Atlantic hockey. They're all trying to win that award, but only one person gets it each week. Do you realize how select you are? Yeah, um, he's, just, he's tremendous. He's if he doesn't win another one this year, which I would be shocked, three of them in a season where there's 80 guys competing for that award, it's pretty darn impressive. Yeah, I mean, and and he, and you know, doing it on both ends of the ice. He's a plus player. He's got nine assists and two goals. You know, a little under a point a game. Right? And you know what he'll tell you, Paul? That his def and he did say this. His defensive partner is as deserving as he is. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, it's you know? just unbelievable. You know, one of his defense mates, Chris Head, leads the team in points with 14. Yeah, so. it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back because there's more players to talk about that are uh, doing some magical things uh, already early in this season, and we'll do that in just a couple minutes. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Score! Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores! Stars on campus.
campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious man! Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Coming to you from the nchc.tv studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is, College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Palm Springs, California, where it was another beautiful, balmy 80-degree day. There's uh, some clouds coming tomorrow, so it may cool off by a little bit. But by that time, I'll be moving towards uh, Carlsbad and Oceanside tomorrow in California as I prepare for hopefully a Wednesday night uh, duel in the in Pachanga Arena in San Diego with the AHL affiliate of the Ducks and the AHL affiliate of the Edmonton Oilers, that being the San Diego Gulls, and, of course, the um, Bakersfield Condors. So my co-host in the meantime, Paul Hornstein, will be kicking his feet up, having a land shark, having the servants do the work as uh, he prepares for a weekend full of college hockey um, in front of him in the estate. Paul, um, <laughs> you doing okay? Uh, let's see. Parents meeting tomorrow. Uh, for the theater Just stuff. don't let the kids out uh, when it's below 58 degrees, please. I actually have parent-teacher conferences Thursday and Friday. I do have a uh, my father-in-law's birthday on Saturday to go to before I sit down and watch hockey. At least the ASU had the decency to wait till Sunday to play. But, of course, the football team is actually <laughs> playing a game that I could stay up and watch without having to put toothpicks in my eyes. Uh, when are they starting? Uh, when are they, they starting? are playing uh, uh, 2 o'clock, I guess, or Arizona time. Wow. We call that, I think it's 4 o'clock New York time, Eastern time. You, you think it is? Mr. I don't know. Eastern I, time? I, I didn't pay attention to the starting <laughs> time other than it's okay. an afternoon game because I wasn't going to be home to watch. So, Okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, so that was a visit with Luke Rowe that we just completed. Uh, unbelievable and well-deserved um, three-time weekly winner of the Air Force, uh, Air Force Atlanta Cocky Defenseman of the Week Award. Right. Um, I told you when I started this off, I said, can you imagine Colorado Springs? It's not that big of a city. It's got two uh, college hockey teams. Right. And uh, they have four players of the week, two in the NCHC, that being Noah Laba. Uh, CC and uh, Caden the Sponge and Barico at CC. Who? And then you go over to Air Force what? and you got their goaltender, Guy Blessing, and you got uh, Luke Rowe. Uh, so that community, Paul, has four players that were selected in their respective conferences as players of the week. What does that tell you about college hockey in Colorado Springs? Um, you know, uh, listen, uh, it just goes to show you that. Uh, the programs are on the way up, you know, um, you know, we just heard from Luke Rowe and, you know, tremendous, tremendous player, kind of an Iron Man like player on top of everything else. Um, guy blessing, you know, you, you know, when you, when you pitch a couple of, sh you know, you know, uh, you know, when you, when you win a right, when you sweep a rival. You know that's that's likely to get you that that kind of award, which he did. Um, uh, I don't know who your sponge dude is, but uh, we saw Caden Barico. <laughs> Caden the Sponge Barico. No, no, I don't. You know who he is. plays for? The Colorado College Tigers. Nope, 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 nope. You're 
Again, stop it. Stop it. Um, you know, we, we, I, 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 you know, I was as you watch this, we just Noah Lava is just a stud. I hate the fact that he's going to be in Manhattan, but you know, until then, you may have to change your uh, allegiance that's a little. Never bit. happening. No, it's not. No matter who goes there. Yeah, no matter who goes there. Kenny Morrow, if he comes out of retirement, and decides to go there. Um, I think his knees might tell him differently, but. But if he did. No, I could just, you switch? I no, no. You'd even turn your you would turn your back on Ken Morrow. It's like I would have to. I'm sorry. You, oh, as long as you my wore that, goodness! You, you would stop existing. So, oh my goodness! Sorry. Oh my goodness! Um, so I let me only ask. Have you, to let's deal get, with the fact that Ty Murchison is a, a filthy Delphi <laughs> Let's get let's get out of this for just a second because I got to ask this: What uh, has you more worked up? An Arizona State player that you're really fond of going to to uh, Tucson, Arizona, or a uh, Islander Where? player going to the Rangers. Where? W- what would have you more worked up? Um. Well, listen, uh, Josh doesn't have any control over where the minor league team plays, <laughs> even though it's in a building that you know. Um. You know, I'm sure he'll enjoy Salt Lake City um, when, when the time comes. <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. You know, Brian Trotje coached the team in Manhattan for a couple of years. I, you know, again, I refuse to acknowledge that that, 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 that happened. So we're good. <laughs> okay. So we've gotten that out of the way. Noah Laba at, at Fantastic. Caden Embarico, another a great weekend. And, and, when I look at the CC guys, and I don't want to get too crazy on this all along because yes, I know they're going to do more things, but um, I, I'm more impressed with what CC did this last weekend than what they may have done anywhere in, in the uh, the Chris Mayette era, and that includes knocking off Denver in the semifinals of the Frozen Faceoff last year because they came off of a very hard-fought um as you like to say, rivalry series against Denver. Yeah. And they came out of it, and uh, they lost twice. And maybe they were a little bit uh, tail between their legs, being like, what? what do we have to do to beat these guys? And instead, they refocused. They went on the road to Miami, and they put a hurt on the Red Hawks. Well, I mean, a, a big-time rebound. Uh, not sure that would have happened even last year. Um, but you know, again, uh, they were a dangerous team going into that NCHC frozen faceoff in the conference tournament last year. And, you know, are they where Denver is that they're not many teams that are, but for a weekend, um, and, and I'm sure that, that, that there was a lot of emotions in that gold pan weekend. And to be able to rally back and straighten your 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 mental focus out for the next weekend on the road, that 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 shows lots of good things. Yeah, I'm totally gonna agree with you on that. Um, so anyway, we'll get we'll get into more of that. Other guys that are having some some really special years already. Um, you can go to North Dakota and you can pick out a handful or more players that are having really good years already. And I'm talking about uh, um, some of the guys that transferred, some of the guys that have been there. But I want to start with uh, Reese Gaber, uh, the captain. Um, He just continues to do what captains are supposed to do, right? He's a goal scorer. He's an assist guy. He can do whatever is asked of him. But you know what he is? He's a leader, Paul. And I asked him at uh, Media Day this year, I said, did you have you reached out and, and talked to any past leaders of North Dakota, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks hockey team? He goes, yeah, yeah, I have. I leaned a lot on on some guys to uh, to find out, and he's doing it. Um, he's leading by example. He may not be getting all the accolades, accolades because you look at um, 
you know, the talent that's on this roster is ridiculous. Hunter Johannes uh, seems to be making uh, highlight reel plays all the time. You look at Jackson Blake and what he does, he's like making highlight reel plays all the time. Garrett Pike. I mean, just go down the list of all these guys um, that are making a difference. And Reese Gaber just keeps doing it, keeps plugging along, keeps doing it. And uh, that's what a leader does, right? Well, again, you know, and he comes up with big plays, you know, in, in, in big moments. You know, the the big moments don't scare him. He gets a lot of goals late. He gets a lot of goals that tie games, a lot of goals to put games away. And goals that win games. And, you know, uh, those are championship-type players. Now, do you have enough of those? Who knows? Right, you know. Well, I, I think they got enough of them. I think it's going to be a matter of whether they can keep them all. Like I said, in the in. Well, I'm not talking about next year. I'm talking about just in. in I'm no. I'm talking about this year right now. Yeah, <laughs> they got plenty of players, but do right. they have enough to to keep it uh, even keel through the uh, the entire season? I so know, we're going to find out. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And every, each and every week in the NCH, you find out a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Um. So anyway, that's the uh, the uh, North Dakota stuff. And we again, we go on with all these teams forever and ever. I want to go to a freshman. That's freshman of the week in the NCHC this week. Miko Matica, the kid from Helsinki, Finland. Uh, the Coyotes draft pick. I know that makes you real happy. He's 6'4". I don't want the I don't, – I have no ill will towards the Coyotes. I just want okay. to run out of my building. Good. Oh, okay. That's all you want. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, uh, 6'4", 200 pound freshman who gets better and better every shift. And I can say that cause I've seen him for a few shifts now. Um, he, he's just playing some really solid hockey. And the question now is how long will he remain in a Denver pioneer uniform? Um, as I said, I had a chance to talk to somebody, Close to the Coyotes that said, yeah, he'll probably play two years at Denver and be gone. Okay, well, um, this is only year not sure. one, so. Not sure. Not sure about that, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, he did enough again this weekend to become the uh, rookie of the week for uh, NCHC Hockey. Your sure thoughts on uh, Miko Matica? Well, no, he was definitely all over the place at Mullet. There's no question. Um. He's one of the players that stood out. Not that the other players didn't, but you expect to hear the Jack Devines, the Massimo Rizzo's, the, the Sean Barron's, the Bullion Brothers, right? So when you hear a freshman's name and all that, that you're not expecting to hear, it catches your attention. And his name was mentioned a lot, um, probably for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, he uh, had a couple of goals on Friday night, had a cup, and had another one on Saturday, had three for the series, um, and had, you know, th- had three points for the series. So he was, uh, you know, he was he was there. He was he was he was all over the place. And you know, you know what David Carl uh, told me just uh, a week or so ago. Um, the one thing he likes about uh, Matica and his other um, nine freshmen, whatever he's got on that roster, yeah. is um, they're taking the pressure off the Jack Devines, the Massimo Rizzo's, the uh, Carter Kings, the McCade Webster's. Go down the list. But they're starting to take the pressure off because they're fulfilling roles of scoring and defense and everything that you need to do. And if you're starting to pick that up and do it, well in november that usually bodes well for you in march and april well you would hope so if you're if you're if you're a denver uh person right you 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 hope that the freshmen stop being freshmen at some point but you don't know until you see him do it yeah but it's definitely encouraging when you're seeing it i'm not trying to take anything away from it i'm just you know i'm just the reality check that you don't that you're not (laughs) <laughs> why because i have too many pom-poms or what oh god i don't know how you carry them all 
<laughs> got a special suitcase. I, I'm, I'm sure you got like special gloves with like little slots on them <laughs> to put all the pom poms in. Oh, anyways. Um, so I'm thrilled about that. We didn't really talk much about Guy Blessing other than the fact that he did get a shutout against uh, the arrival at um, at West Point when they traveled uh, last weekend to Cadet Ice Arena in uh, Colorado Springs. But, um, you know, and let's be honest here. He's the man there. But Army is, is down this year, and they'll tell you that. Um, I think, Coach Riley will tell you they're down. Uh, but still, I think he you would tell play you he the could play better. Everybody competes. I, I I think he would probably tell you he could play better than he has. Yeah, probably, probably. You know, um, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, he's had some really really good games, right? Like uh, the opener against Lindenwood, made thirty four saves. Right. Um, played a pretty good game at Niagara. Uh, where he faced a lot of shots. Um, I just, you know, I mean, uh, you know, he, he facing a quality team like Michigan State and going to Anchorage. You know, uh, he's been good, but I think he would tell you that he could play better. And you know, obviously, if they're going to do any make make noise in the end, it's going to be he has to be as good as he can be. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, okay, these weren't players of the week because they were obviously uh, in an independent role, but some guys that stood out to me this weekend to be able to see Arizona State in person. And you, I told you early in the year, I said, when you look at this roster, find me teams that are better than them in depth. And Coach Powers mentioned it to Friday night. He goes, there's guys that are <laughs> sitting out uh, from my lineup that, um, deserve to be in the lineup. I just don't have any spots, and uh, mm-hmm. yet they're hanging in there. They're doing their thing. They're uh, they're being good good teammates, and they're when supporting the guys that are playing. Um, yeah, but goodness gracious! I mean, um, here's just a couple that stood out to me, and I told you this. I thought um, uh, Anthony Dowd really stood out. I thought he was great in the power play. I thought he was unbelievable. Uh, in regular shifts, I thought Brandon Tabakin uh, was really good, the uh, the grad transfer from Yale. And I thought um, setting up the three-on-three overtime goal um, for the new captain <laughs> as well. Uh, and I thought uh, I never really had a chance to visit with Tyler Gratton before, but there's just a short time that, that I, I was around him. Um, I, I like his leadership. I really do. I think so he's everybody else there. Apparently, they yeah, he came from rule. Penn State. He he he's all business. I mean, I'm sure he smiles and has a good time at some point in time, but I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> he he looks like he is all business, twenty four seven when it comes to talking hockey and playing hockey. So um, good for him. Um, and uh, a couple guys that stood out to me, and I know you you shudder a little bit on this one, but I thought Tim Lovell had maybe his best weekend as a Sun Devil. Okay. <laughs> You're leaving it at that? Yeah, we're going to leave it. Uh, okay. I thought he played nearly his best weekend as a Sun Devil. So congratulations to that. And how can you walk away from anything without talking about that top line of Dylan Jackson, Ty Jackson, and Lucas Sillinger? Oh, my goodness. Um, men great. amongst boys, Paul. Men uh, they, amongst no, they were, boys. They, 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 were, they, were, they were about as good as you can get. Uh, Coach Power said Friday night they were the best line on the ice of both well, yeah. teams. I mean, yeah. And bar none. Yeah. There was nobody even close. No. I mean, they they just every time they were out there, they were they they had grade A chances. So So, okay. Um anybody else that stands out to you that you need to you think we need to talk about here before we end tonight's show? Well, I, and I know we're going to miss some guys. I know that. We're always going to miss some guys because we just don't have enough time, right? I mean, you know, we just we just don't. You know, um, we're gonna sit here and and as we as we go through, uh, you know, what we do here again. Fairbanks had the week off. You know, uh, your boy Max continues to average a point the game up there in Anchorage. That'd be Maximilian. You know, 
Um, He's coming to Arizona State. I'm going to get to see Maximilian this weekend in person. I I know you're looking forward to it. I got some green and white pom poms. I know you do. And don't forget the gold. Green and gold. Yeah. Green Green and gold. Yeah. Don't forget that. (laughs) Uh, You know, just remember, folks, uh, going into this weekend, you know, that team is still, you know, a dangerous threat. Nobody should, nobody better not take, nobody should take either Alaska team lightly, let alone uh, Anchorage. And we know Fairbanks is right now just, you know, basking so, in the and glory w- of the top 10 of the pairwise. I want to bounce out of this real quick. I know we're out of time, but um, as you look at Arizona State Anchorage this weekend, and I'll be at the Friday night game, I will not be at the Sunday game, obviously, with Thanksgiving right. coming up. I got to be on the move. Um, but when you look at um, this weekend series and you look at it as a whole now, think about this for a minute. Is it better for a team like Arizona State to have to play a very, very good Anchorage team before they take on Providence, who is undoubtedly one of the top five, six teams in the country coming the next weekend? Would you rather see them play a very competitive Hard-fought battle, not that they, it wasn't against um, Stonehill, but we talked about the, the Sun Devils having a tendency to play down to their competition. Well, they're not going to be able to do that this weekend. Well, again, you know, you want to see if they learn anything. Yeah. You know, yep, you, exactly. you want to see if they learned whether or not to, they have to, to understand that, hey, we have to play pedal to the metal every night, every game, every period, every shift. Yeah, uh, I I like the fact that they're going to have Anchorage before and not a so-called easier team before because I don't think they can let up. I think they figured now that uh, they played Denver, they know what it takes, and I think they're going to have to play that same level this weekend, next weekend, and beyond. Well, I know this, right? I mean, definitely going to have to do that. And, you know, if, you know, if, if I'm ASU and, you know, I, I, you know, they, they played them last year, um, you know, at the end of the season and got beat, you know, uh, winning one of the games up in Anchorage. Uh, if I'm ASU, I, you know, I would remember that and be like, uh, no, we're not going to let that happen again. So. All right. Well, well said. Well, I mean, anybody might, but I mean, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to take them lightly. No, no, exactly. Um, so anyway, there'll be a bunch of good games again this weekend. Um, as I said, I will be at mullet for Friday night uh, because that game is Sunday afternoon. I will not be able to attend Sunday afternoon, but I'll be there on, uh, and, and you'll have your eye on everybody else that's playing and we'll keep that up as we head into the Thanksgiving weekend and uh, and go from there but um boy again big thanks to uh to the air force academy for uh for hooking us up with uh, luke rowan what a great story yeah i no, love it great great spot all right take it away my friend from the nchc.tv studios behind the mass college hockey west weekly brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue in las vegas the best in barbecue las vegas style go to jesse to order lunch cater an event or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group. Search T Grand Red on RedBubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. With Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts 
are live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the shows at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-I-S- ITHSW Podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. One final uh, passing comment uh, from Arizona State. And I know they don't care because they've got a bazillion different uniforms anyway, but keep wearing those Vegas, as they call them, the Vegas uniforms because they play really well in them, even if they lose like they did Saturday night. They played really well, as we talked about, for the first 30 minutes. So just, just keep those uniforms out. Get them cleaned up every weekend and put them back on. Okay. Fair enough? Fair. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Our thanks again to uh, Dave Toller, the uh, uh, SID over at uh, the Air Force Academy, and certainly to Luke Rowe for taking some time out of his day to uh, visit with me today. And uh, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody. Night.